Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome right. to New York. Oh. This is is the Devil's Devil's State of of Mind Podcast, podcast. brought to you by the Hockey Hockey Podcast Podcast Network. Network. Now here's your host, host, Neil Villapiano! What is going on, Devils fans? It is once again your host, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network, the best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. I hope you guys, as always, are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to these podcast episodes. Thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. I greatly, greatly appreciate this episode and everything we do at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored by our awesome friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook with the NBA playoffs into their conference finals and the Stanley Cup playoffs in its second round and things are heating up. DraftKings is continuing to give you guys huge cash prizes and huge opportunities to get huge cash prizes. So if you want to get in on this action, here's what you do. You go to DraftKings right now. You sign up. You use our promo code THPN and you tell them Neil Villapiano sent you. This is probably going to be another like short episode. Um, Obviously, sometimes I don't want to, you know, I, I, it's always interesting when I decide to do short episodes because, you know, again, I'm somebody who loves to talk and, uh, you know, I always try to give you guys, you know, content and things like that. And there's just times, especially during the off season and certainly right now where there isn't really a whole lot to talk about. Um, the only thing, especially involving devils that we know is that starting on Thursday, um, the world championships are now to the elimination rounds and, uh, every single player who represents the devils is into the elimination round. We even have a very interesting matchup in the first round of the elimination round um with switzerland nico kisher and jonas siegenthaler taking on john gillies and luke hughes from team usa 
Um, so at the end of the day, I think we're all just hoping that uh, some of our Devils players end up with uh, some medals when this is all said and done. So that's kind of the the big, um, I guess you'd say like news update that I can like really give you. Um, but that's not really what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about something that I actually wrote for Inside the Puck uh, that I posted on Wednesday. Now, for those of you that don't know, I have been working with um, Inside the Puck, which is a hockey article website. Um, just type in insidethepuck.com. We post new articles basically every day. For me personally, I post a new article every Wednesday and I share it on all my social media platforms. And I represent, um, well, I don't represent, but I write for the New Jersey Devils. So I'm the Devils um, representative of Inside the Puck. Um, so I really, uh, I always try to come up with creative ideas and creative articles to write down and to kind of give, you know, my opinion on certain things. And also really quickly, not segue, if my voice sounds different or a little bit screwed up, um, in this episode, it's mainly because, uh, I used my voice quite a lot yesterday. Um, my friend took me to a New York Red Bulls uh, match soccer match um, and it was a U.S. Open game against Charlotte FC and I was in the supporter section and so you're there when you're in the supporter section you're supposed to be singing and yelling basically for the full game so I certainly did that um, <clears throat> so my voice is a little bit uh, not not 100% today so I'm gonna try my best to be as clear as I can um, while I do this but going back to the main point at hand um, I had written an article on Inside the Puck. It's my latest article, which you guys can go look. It's one of the top three right on the bottom of um, the homepage. And it's titled simply, Why the New Jersey Devils Need to Pursue Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, if you remember last week on Twitter at Devil State and also on Instagram at Devil State of Mind, I put out a poll just because I was curious. Um, it, it, last week was when I first got the idea of potentially writing an article about this, but I first wanted to get an idea as to where Devils fans were coming from as to how would they feel if the Devils were to bring in the, uh, the, the former Vesna Trophy and three-time Stanley Cup winner in Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, and I think uh, a lot of you, I would say most of you uh, said that you would definitely be on board with bringing in Flurry. There was obviously a lot of you as well that said you did not want to for very good reasons as well. I, I don't doubt that. I think everybody's opinions of it and their feelings of it was was very fair. I think there's a lot of positives to it. I think there's also a lot of negatives to it as well. So I want that to be very clear that I fully understand the reasons why it's probably unrealistic that we go after someone like him. But I just wanted to write this piece to kind of make a point and to really drive home the fact of simply the devils need to start taking chances in order to win. Because I feel personally that the Devils have played it safe for a little bit too long. And I think that's partially why the Devils have not been able to take the next step when it comes to, you know, winning and getting into the playoffs. And I think that now with the core set and set for pretty long term, once we get Jesper Bratt signed to an extension, new contract, um, that I think the Devils uh, would definitely be in a very good position to take um, a risk. And even something like Marc-Andre Fleury, to me personally, does not seem like a very um, 
very high risk. It doesn't seem like something that could really hurt us um, long term. I think it could more or less benefit us. And even if it doesn't work, especially if we're only if he's only here for a year or so, it doesn't really um, it, it, it doesn't really hurt anything that the Devils are trying to do. So, with that in mind, and I'm going to link this article. Um, at the bottom of my new episode of, of this episode, when I post it on social, so you guys can check it out as well. And, uh, you know, you know, fend for yourself and get your own opinion. The only thing that I obviously ask is um, at the bottom of the article, there's a, um, a heart emoji, which has a number for the amount of people that have quote unquote liked the article. So if you did like it, um, if you do like the article, make sure to leave a like at the bottom right of the article when you're done reading it. I would greatly appreciate that. We actually already have well over 100 people who have viewed this article. We have about nine people that have liked it so far. So if you guys can continue to like and uh, share this, that would be greatly appreciated because this has so far been my most popular article, which I very much am appreciative of all of you for uh, showing your support. But I wanted to read to you basically the article um, because I wanted you guys to understand where I'm coming from, because there is a challenge, I would definitely say, between me just saying it and then also me putting it down on, on paper or, in this case, typing it. It's, it's, it's definitely a challenge for someone like myself, but I definitely felt like I, uh, I spent a lot of time with this article, and I hope you guys are as excited as I am to share this with you. So. Let's get into this article. It's about a five-minute read, but I think it's definitely worth the five minutes if you're interested. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what win or lose looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays you can do just that create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win how many goals will be scored and more it's your shot at an even bigger payout DraftKings is safe secure and reliable best of all you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN to bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets. No matter what, that's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The New Jersey Devils have, have several parts of their team that they need to address this offseason. However, the most important area of them all is goaltending. To say that goalie play was bad this season is an understatement. The Devils started the season with Mackenzie Blackwood and Jonathan Bernier, and by the end of the year, they had John Gillies, Andrew Hammond, and Nico Dawes splitting time. All told, the Dev Devils used seven different netminders. That was more than any other team in the NHL this season by far. Injuries were the biggest issue as to why the Devils had to use so many goaltenders. Another was lack of consistency. Not a single one of the seven goalies finished with a goals above average lower than 3.11, nor did any of them have a save percentage higher than 0.902. 
It was, without question, the worst display of net mining from a team overall that I have ever seen through an entire season. It's clear that the Devils will have to go into the market and find not just a decent goalie, but an impact goalie. This will have to be done with not just the idea of making the overall play better, but to help push Blackwood to become better. There will certainly be options uh, out there, albeit not many great ones. However, one man stands out more than others, and that is someone who just won the Vesna Trophy in 2021. A man who has won three Stanley Cups and played in five finals over his career. A man who put the Vegas Golden Knights on the map. That man is none other than Marc-Andre Fleury. I put out a poll on Devil's on the Devil's State of Mind podcast Twitter last week asking fans how they would feel if the man they call Flower came and bloomed in the Garden State. I hope you guys like that. Um, I was pretty surprised by how many people were for it. Like most of you, I very much believe that the Devils would greatly benefit from Flurry being in New Jersey for a year or two. However, I also understand the reasons why it may not be, or better yet, be unlikely that he would come here. I'm here to tell you why Flurry to New Jersey makes a ton of sense. And I uh, gave you three detailed reasons as to why, um, to just point it out. Number one, he brings stability in net. I fully understand how fans would look at Flurry as another Corey Crawford situation. The last thing the Devils need is for Flurry to retire in the middle of training camp. The man will be 38 years of age by the time late November of this year rolls around. He clearly is at the end of his career. Perhaps injuries start to pile up. However, this is also a man who just won his first Vesna trophy for the league's best goalie after he had just turned 37. He has brought a strong, consistent presence wherever he has played. Just look at last year. While he did have some early struggles with the Blackhawks, he still ended up with a 28-23-5 record, a 2.85 goals against average, and a .909 save percentage combined with the Hawks and Minnesota Wild. That is by far better than what any goalie on the Devils did this year by a wide margin. Even as he reaches 40 years of age, Marc-Andre Fleury is still playing at a high level, a level that the Devils certainly need to have from goaltending moving forward. Flower brings stability and consistency, two simple things the Devils need. Now, the second uh, reason I, I brought up was he would mentor slash push Mackenzie Blackwood. Another thing to look at is what type of impact Flurry could have on Blackwood. The book is still out on, 20, on the 25-year-old. He is yet to fully grab the number one spot by the horns and run with it. Injuries, lack of solid performances, and poor play in front of him have led to the Devils to even speculate the possibility of moving on from Blackwood altogether. I personally feel that Blackwood deserves another fair shot at taking that next step. He does need help. He needs guidance, as well as someone to push him to become better. A guy like Flurry can be just the guy the Devils have been looking for. He's shown himself to be a pro and seems to be liked wherever he's played by both players and fans. He's still effective, so it would, it would be worth it. Flurry can show Blackwood what it takes to be that guy, as well as give Blackwood a chance to not, to not be overworked in net like he has been in the past. Another point to mention is that bringing in Flurry would allow the other younger goalies to have another year of development in the minors. Nico Dawes showed flashes of being the guy in net long term. Akira Schmidt, while he struggled in his brief stint, also could be the answer as well. 
If the devils feel these guys are the long-term solutions, then it would behoove them to have them keep improving up in Utica while the team competes for the now with Flurry and Blackwood. To me, that would be a win-win scenario. Now, the last, the last um, reason that I gave is, is probably, to me, at least the most important one, and that is he's a risk the devils can take in order to win. The Devils' rebuild has to end next season. Damon Severson himself said, quote, the rebuild is over, end quote. If you remember, that's what Severson said at his end-of-the-season presser with the media. If that's the case, then the Devils must take risks in order to truly get back into the postseason. Fleury comes with several risks, several that the Devils have dealt with before with regards to goaltending. However, it should go without saying that both general manager Tom Fitzgerald and head coach Lindy Ruff's jobs are on the line heading into the 22-23 season. They need to start winning, and taking risks like bringing in Flower is something the team has to do. The Devils have tried pretty much every possible way to get the goaltending to a point where it's at least serviceable. They played it safe in many ways and haven't made the moves that could be risky, but also could be what the team needs. That has to change starting this offseason. Flurry is old. Yes. He struggled in the playoffs this year. Yes. He may be over the maybe more over the hill than we think. Yes. Um, however, ask yourself these questions. One, has anything else worked? Two, are you really sold on any of the other options? While guys like Darcy Kemper, Billy Huso, and Alexander Georgiev may be available as well, other than maybe Kemper, do you really feel great about those options? Are Nico Dawes, Akira Schmidt, or any of our young goalies fully ready? Will Jonathan Bernier fully recover from hip surgery? If you remember, uh, Tom Fitzgerald, when he spoke to the media at the end of the season, said that he doesn't really expect Bernier to be ready for when the season starts next year. And there's all obviously the possibility that he could very well retire for Jonathan Bernier being in his mid to late thirties and dealing with a hip injury. It might be, it might make it uh, better for him uh, to retire, especially because he, this will be the, um, the last of the two year deal that he signed with us back in 2021. There's a lot of uncertainty here. I would say, I also get that Flurry may just stay in Minnesota as well. Why would the Wild let him go with no backup for Cam Talbot? The Devils, I'm sure, are asking all the same questions. And the other thing about it from the Minnesota Wild perspective is that the Wild have to figure out if they're going to keep both Flurry and Talbot um, because there's still uncertainty about both of them. The other possibility that I, I didn't mention here, but I, I mentioned it very little, actually, was simply the fact that Flurry could very well go back to Pittsburgh for one last hurrah. And we know that Flurry uh, had the opportunity to go to Washington um, at the deadline and didn't and said no twice because why would he want to play in the same division as the Penguins? So again, that brings up the question: If he were to come to New Jersey, why would he come here to play in the same division as the Penguins? That's definitely uh, a factor. Um, but I continue to write on here saying I understand completely the other factors, i.e., family, travel, team makeup same division as the Penguins, etc. as to why Fleury would have no interest at all coming here. However, I firmly believe that Marc-Andre Fleury would be the best short-term option for the New Jersey Devils. If you want to create a winning culture and motivate your team to do more, then you have to go after guys who have been there before and know what it takes. 
Marc-Andre Fleury is a guy that knows what it takes to win, to be a playoff contender, but he would be better than merely a coach since he still wants to keep competing. And what I mean by that is simply that if you have a guy like Flurry who constantly loves to compete, knows what it takes, and he's a guy that can be somewhat of a leader on the ice as well, add more leadership, it shows the rest of the team that you have a guy here that really, really wants to win. And that could be hugely motivating to the rest of the team. The Devils are not just a goalie away from competing. There are other aspects of this team that need to be addressed. They need to add offensive um, offensive firepower. There's no denying that the goaltending, they need to add offensive firepower. However, there's no denying that goaltending is a major priority for this team. They need impact play and stability. The man to bring that to the Garden State, in my opinion, is Marc-Andre Fleury. And that is the entire article. Again, I will leave it. Um, I will leave a link to it um, at the bottom of this episode for you guys to check out for yourselves. And you can obviously reach to reach out to me at Devil State on Twitter and at Devil State on Instagram if you want to discuss uh, more about this. But again, I brought up Marc-Andre Fleury because out of all of the options that we could potentially have, he could be the best short-term option. If we were to go longer term, if we were to go up to somebody that we want for the next three or four years, Darcy Kemper makes a lot of sense. A good friend of mine mentioned this. Uh, she really, really wants Darcy Kemper, and she brought up a lot of good reasons as to why. And maybe I will talk about Darcy Kemper a little bit more. But I feel like he will end up staying in Colorado. Um even if he doesn't get the same money that he could get on the market. And then there's also just not many good options, either, either from restricted free agency or even unrestricted free agency. And I will just say this, uh, my good friend, and also someone who writes for Full Press Hockey, who's been on the podcast before, Jim Beringer, um, I shared this article with him on Wednesday, and he told me, according to his sources, that the Devils are indeed looking at Marc-Andre Fleury and looking at also a guy like potentially Jonathan Quick as options, as guys that the Devils have interest in and want to see if maybe there's something there. And I will say this simply, while the chances of Marc-Andre Fleury coming to New Jersey is very slim, I don't think it hurts to look into it. I don't think it hurts to try to talk to Fleury and discuss it and give him the up and basically be honest with him about the expectation and go from there. Um, the Devils have used Marty Brodeur, who's now fully a part of the organization, as somewhat of a recruiting uh, recruiter, basically, to convince guys to come here. Uh, when you heard from both Corey Crawford and Jonathan Bernier, they said both both of them that that uh, Martin Brodeur was a pretty big factor in the decision as well because of what he was able to uh, say to them and obviously being the greatest goaltender to ever play. You know, you don't get a lot of opportunities to talk to somebody like that and be around somebody like that. So, you know, the Devils do have a very interesting um, chip when it comes to, you know, the recruiting table. And I think that that's important. Also, if you remember, Fitzgerald had that long document that he sent out to all of his important free agents, including Dougie Hamilton describing the Devils organization, ownership, you know, where the Devils play, the state that they play in, all these different things. I wouldn't be surprised if Fitzgerald tried to do something like that again, moving forward. Um, so I just wanted to bring this up to basically talk about the fact that I personally feel that if the Devils were to go short term, and if obviously a deal can be made, then bringing in Flurry is honestly not that bad of an idea. 
And especially because also, again, and I didn't write this in the article, but it is worth pointing out, the devil's relationship with Blackwood reportedly is very strained and vice versa. We still don't know if, if Blackwood will be the guy um, next season. We don't know if he'll be here. So I think it's I think it's it's important for the Devils to exercise every option that they have because they have to get this right next season. You have to win. There's no let's just barely miss the playoffs. It's we have to get into the playoffs. We have to start winning. As Damon Severson said, in his opinion, the rebuild is over. Well, if that's the case, you have to take some risks like this. So that's why I mentioned Marc-Andre Fleury, why I think it's a low risk, somewhat high reward in my opinion, and kind of go from there. So as always, guys, let me know what you think about that um, on Twitter at Devil's State and also on Instagram at Devil's State of Mind. And again, make sure to go check this, check out this article for yourself. It's on InsideThePuck.com. I will leave a link to it at the bottom of this episode for you guys to check out. And again, if you liked the article, make sure to leave a like at the bottom of the article. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. But yeah. I just wanted to come on here and talk about that, that I think Marc-Andre Fleury, out of all of the options out there from outside the organization, is the best option when it comes to the Devils improving their goaltending. And we'll see. Again, all this is speculation. There's no reports about it or anything like that. I'm just firmly giving my opinion and going from there. And uh, as always, would love to hear what you guys think about this. But Marc-Andre Fleury to the Devils, we'll see.